bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of judgment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. It is Friday. And because it's Pop-Off Friday, it's actually Truth Roundtable Friday. So I guess it's Pop-Off Truth Round. I don't know. I'm trying to put that together. That's not working. I, <laughs> I have with me Mr. Linnell Ramey and the infamous Kyle Wallace with his computer on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Dr. Harris, what do I do? What's going on? Good to be here. Good to oh, be here. Oh, now I can't hear him. Is it me? Can you turn him on? I'm on the right mic. Well, get closer to the mic. One, two, check. There you go. I got you. All right, there he is. Because I was like, man, he doing it again. Yeah, sorry. Laid back Friday. Right. <laughs> Laid back. So it's been an interesting week this week. First of all, if you have any questions for... My illustrious panel, 833-212-1017 is the number. The infamous, the magnanimous Nolita Franz couldn't be with us today. She's uh, a... <clears throat> Vacationing. She's on assignment. She's got her feet up. <laughs> Put feet up. And um, Kyle Wallace is with us. Yes, sir, Dr. What's Ken What's going Harris? on? What's going on? This is your day, man. You've just been on the radio all day. I, I had no, you know, I had the show on ESPN last night from 10 to, 10 to midnight talking about the Packers draft for our NFL draft coverage, me and Ben Bruss on 94.5 ESPN. And then I did the, uh, you know, I did nothing but the truth with Melanie Ricks today. And now I'm here again doing your show. I, I love it. Where the party at? Right. Yeah, I guess I guess it's here. <laughs> I love I love your conversation and topics because it usually gets uh, me going a little bit. Well, I picked one this week because I knew um, you were really the hmm, aficionado when it came to higher education. 
And I think that we're we're doing some things right now that are kind of detrimental to the lives. And I want to really have a discussion, I guess, since all of us are college graduates. Yes, sir. And all of us are members of the best fraternity in the world, Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Sir. I was going to say the only, but yeah, you know, you know, the only one that matters. <laughs> only one that matters. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, no disrespect to our friends in the D9. No. Um, but with all due respect, I want to I want to take a serious look at college and see whether or not it's really for everyone. Is it? Is it not? Um, is higher education like an urban myth? Something we keep hearing about, and we keep talking about, but but doesn't seem like a lot of people go, or a lot of people care. And on top of that. Credit card debt versus learning debt. We tell people, don't get in debt. Don't do this. Control your credit until it comes to college. And we watch them put themselves in the $50,000, dollars $100,000 range. And we act like that debt is okay. And it's dragging down our economy. It's dragging down our community. And when we talk about reparation, when we talk about uh Kyle's going to wake up when I say this, paying off student loan debt, all of a sudden, it's an issue. And so I say, y'all hear my raggedy phone? Something broke in my phone, and now it makes a noise when I shake it. You you paid entirely too much for that to happen. Well, I I didn't pay for it, so I'm not really. (laughs) He's like talking about iPhones. I don't know why. They're the best. He don't know nothing, but you don't know what he's talking about. We're not having. We're not. I'm not having we're this conversation. We're not having a conversation. Okay. I just. I Americans think Wait it's the best. Wait Nationally, I mean, excuse me. Across the world, globally, right. iPhones are not the most popular phone. So watch this. You ready? Okay. What is? I mean, I'm ready. I'm ready. Who cares what they think? Bingo. Who cares what y'all think? Thank you. Bingo. <laughs> Wait, ah. you ready? Ah. You ready? Hey, boss man, this is my show. That's very yeah, true. That's, true. All, that's all I got. That's all you got right you now. Never that's it. That's, it. that's <laughs> all. Use what you got, man. Use what you got. Use what you... <laughs> and so, and so this, this whole thing about debt is driving me crazy. So I wanted to propose a suggestion and then have a discussion about it. If we're going to pay off school loans... Make it a version of reparations. If you're going to pay us back, if you're going to release families and generations from poverty, but yet you keep telling us, go to school, it's a great equalizer, and then we get out and it's not equalizing anything, and we're stuck with debt, or we drop out and we still have all this debt. God forbid you went to HBCU and dropped out, because now you're talking 40, 50 large a year. Mm times two or three years Mm. make reparations part of paying off school loans once you pay off the school loans make them put half of the payment into a 401k or 403b for five years now you've got the best of both worlds you got your debt paid off you guarantee they pay some kind of paying themselves to save up and have that. But then if you pay it off in full, all these houses we got in Milwaukee that are sitting around here with nobody wanting to buy them and this property, give it to them. And then guarantee they live here for the next 10 years. 
That's a lot. What do you think? Hey, well, that's a lot. No, I'm just saying it's a lot to process. I, I ain't got a problem with it. It's a lot to process, though. It'll be very interesting. I love the I'm a, the latter part of that conversation about the homes. I love that. Home ownership, we know, is a key right. to, you know, um, financial freedom, so to speak. Um, the idea about education and loans being forgiven, then portion of the payment being put away. That is a very unique idea that would be very interesting. Well, jeez, and it's it's it's. We talk about we don't train people up, which we haven't. We've done a poor job. I I don't know about you all are no not older millennials, but well, you're not even a millennial, are you? X, X, B fifty one this year. So did they teach you all? No. What they taught us in terms of financial literacy and checkbooks and all that, balancing budgets. Okay. One thing, thing I learned, I remember, is going into freshman year in college, having 10 credit card applications. You filled out 10? I think I filled out like five. Because you get one, and then what happened is then you go to Boston store, and they'd be like, oh, you here, you, this is for you. Like, literally. That 20% got you, huh? Gotcha. Gotcha. Credit was jacked by the time I was 23. I'm telling no, no lie, and I ain't ashamed to say it. Jacked. Aren't, aren't most college kids credit jacked, jacked. by the time they're 23? And then, see, for me, yeah. you know, and being an early father, you know, by the time I was 23, I was a father of three. So, you know, I'm like, you know, credit card, like. So it was like hustle time. Hustle. Everything. Everything wow. was up. Everything was up for taking. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. But if we're able to do that, if we're if we're able to make sure that we can secure at least two of those four things, you know, we talk about um, insurance, investments, real estate, you know, if if we can and and owning your own business, if we can insure two of those, I think I think people will make it. I love the idea for a college student too coming out, yeah. say debt free and a home potentially. Just yes. say that those two. Yes, let's just say debt free from college and you own a home. Right. So win. A huge and, win. And if you move into the right neighborhood, you're you're talking about a neighborhood that will that will well, I probably shouldn't say this out loud, that will instantly become middle class. What I would love about that, think about gentrification, right? Right. Think about what happened to Brewers Hill. Ooh. Think about that. Let's say there's an area in Milwaukee where the homes, to your point, are open and available, city may own or whatever. And they're giving it away to college students, debt-free. They're already coming out, no college, you know, decent job, hopefully, potentially, right? Right. Be the next Brewer Hill. So that's the thing. Are we talking about all students? Or are we talking about specific students? Or is this a targeted program for students that have come from a specific income bracket that you're trying to uplift? Because if you're giving a person who comes from a, has a household income of Three hundred thousand dollars. I mean, mm-hmm. they really don't need. I mean, it's nice yes, to have. Yes, they do because it's not theirs. They, they, but they, they they don't. Well, see, you you can't. We no. But we, let, me, let me let me let you finish. Everybody, let me finish your thought. what we're trying to do is we're trying to uplift those who already come from circumstances in life that aren't as well off. No. And so that's not the plan. The plan is to give everybody. The everybody plan is to uplift everybody. The city. Well, uplift, that's everybody. Up, uplifting the city, as Linnell said, this is the problem that's, that's going to come with it. The people that take advantage to it are the people that sometimes have the where, not the wherewithal, but they the may mindset. the mindset and they may have the support of somebody saying, hey, the resources saying, hey, did you hear about this type of program? And too often when I worked in higher education and just right. working in certain places, 
we don't always, and this is low income. Now, low when you say we, low, low income, income or we black? Low income, low income. And I don't okay. know, and low income okay. black. I don't know what low income whites, I don't know their conversations. I'm not part of those conversations whatsoever. So I, I can't speak on that. But what I found was, is a lot of times we just were not knowledgeable of the things that were right. out there and available to right. us. And so by having something like this specifically for a specific demographic, mm-hmm. that to me would be more beneficial because those that already come from a certain amount of wealth, they're already locked in and they may have their bumps and bruises in the road, but they have a lot more opportunities to go through those bumps and bruises without having to really, really struggle. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, I come from middle class. My parents don't uplift me anytime they had opportunity. But what we're ensuring is that you don't struggle ever. There's, there's, there's a difference with my children coming from me and my spouse and having a good upbringing, a private school education. Safety net. But well, you are you, you. I'm not a safety net. You, but, but you you aren't a safety net. But you are. Your daughter's probably. I don't know your personal business. The safety but, net but, was giving them the tools they needed exactly so that they could become self sufficient. But then, I, so here's where I agree with Kyle. Here's where you are the safety net, the knowledge base. So your your continuum of but reminding them. Okay. So if, if I don't, to your point, when I was saying. I didn't have a clue about credit. But right? I watch you with your son now, nah, man. Your son is slamming. Right. Come on, but, but thank God for mentorship. Look he, but look what he got to, though, right? <laughs> hey, think about mentoring. Uh, those who mentor him outside of me. <laughs> but huh. but to that point, you're the safety net in that situation. So but to cop, but uh, so it's a twofold question. You said use reparations, which would be for every person of color. Right. And this would be an option for those who are coming out of college to use. Absolutely. One. Correct. So, so again, right. I, I think then everyone, right, is gets it yeah. and uses it in that way. I love the idea again, like my daughter, she just recently graduated from Spelman. Right? Congratulations. Right. On and that. so you think about so when you think about her, like if she were able if reparations were allowed for her, not only does she not have to worry about the low loans she do have, because she she's blessed that she didn't have a lot, but nonetheless, that's gone and then say she has a home. Correct. That would be smacking. Guaranteed, literally 10 years ahead at age 22. Bingo. Right. I, yeah, I, yeah, that's smacking. That's smacking. No, no, that'd, be, that'd be great. <laughs> like, that'd be great. And I don't, I don't know anybody's financial business. All I know is I am, in, I am in a room with <laughs> two African-American men that have ascended to great heights in their careers and are mentors and are leaders and have done so many things where my assumption is that, as you said, your children have the resources, knowledge base. And then, you know, they probably, when it comes to what they learn, they're probably not coming out of college making pennies. You know what I'm saying? They probably have some support system where they can go and lean on daddy or mommy to be able to support them. Listen, I'm one of them kids. I, I, I could, I didn't, I didn't go to the well like that because I wanted to kind of do my own thing. But, but no, but no, I utilize them. Ooh. Like I, 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 okay. I, I okay. utilize okay. them. I'm saying I don't ask them for money, but I utilize them. And so right. what all I'm saying is this, is that I, Kyle Wallace would love, would love to have benefited from a program like this. But if everybody can't have access to this, you know, oh, excuse me. If there's limited spots, there's limited homes that you can provide. I want to be low on the total pole for priority sure. to be able to get access sure. to this because there's other individuals that had to come a, from a little rougher background than me that this would do wonders for them more. It would right. be more impactful for them than would it be for me, you know, life changing wise. And that's why I just believe that we should focus on those individuals that may come from less. And now we give them an opportunity to start 10 years ahead. Targeted right? universalism. Before we go to break, but there are still a significant number of lower middle class people who struggle. 
Remember, Facts. college is for what's the number? I college is for the smart poor <laughs> and the dumb rich. I'm smart poor. There you go. But my, my, well, me too. <laughs> here's here's my question for you: Is that what is what is that income level where you believe that somebody who is in the middle class would benefit from something like this? Easily, of, easy, well, first of all, middle class starts at what? Last numbers I read was like thirty five, forty thousand dollars, and but tops out at one something, a little more than that. Um, uh, upper, I don't know what upper middle class. Probably household about one seventy five, two hundred that, that, there. 200, right? that, that's middle class. So, so I would. Say a hundred thousand, but that's only two people in a household making fifty thousand dollars. So, household income under one seventy five, sure, benefit from this, right? Absolutely. I mean, anybody will benefit Absolutely. from it, but then up above that, Absolutely. you know, there's like always a cutoff, right? And, and there's always a cutoff. When we come back, I want to know what you would have your children do today if they were. Well, I, I don't know. I'm gonna ask Linnell Ramey when we come back. If we were four years prior, in, in other words, if your daughter was graduating from high school today and not college, what would you have her do? You're listening to Truth Roundtable. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, Linnell Ramey, Kyle Wallace. We'll be right back. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. You are listening to The Truth Roundtable. 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. With me in the studio is, is Linnell Ramey. And I was about to say Dr. Kyle Wallace. I thought about it when I was at Marquette. Actually, my grandmother, you know, rest her soul, love her. She told me I should do it, but then I left Marquette. I'm speaking into his existence. It'll, it'll come back. To Maybe you. one day. I don't know. We'll see. Speak of those things that are not as if they are. There it is. Come on now. King Ken. All right. All right, right, so uh, your daughter just graduated from Spelman. Based on the conditions that are going on now, lack of reparations, lack of home loans being forgiven, all that, plus inflation, plus interest rates are through the roof. If your daughter was graduating from high school this June, what would you tell her? Run? You know, I, I think I still will tell her to do college. Okay. Um, for multiple reasons. Um, one is, you know, it's also based upon your career, right? Like, what do you want to do? And we know, unfortunately, you can't, you can't get into some doors without it. Second, um, and I hate to say knowing what I know, her growth from a, a, a maturity and learning standpoint, in particular at Spelman, was mm. just just a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know, who she was when she left Menominee Falls High School and who she became when she became a Spelmanite, I think it's two different people at times. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's the one thing from college that is sometimes not spoken about, just that growth. 
that you see. So I think I would stick with stick the same. I would. Okay. Based on one, what she wants to do, which is counseling and be a therapist. Second, the growth and the, the, the just the level of experience um, from self that she saw. But would your thoughts on financial aid be the same in today's economy? It would it would it would be I would be more strategic, put it that way, in, in how we went about, you know, right seeking scholarships A that was non loan driven right. and stuff like that. Knowing to your point, knowing we know and see now more like you, yo, we we gotta start when you're a junior and we gotta start saving when you're a kindergartner. Like you know what I mean? Right. Like so right. she doesn't have to take out those loans. So what about and Kyle, I'll get to you in a moment. What about um going to MATC for two years and then transferring to Spelman? I think that is a viable option. But again, knowing what I know now, her growth would have been stymied just because of what she needed right. in, in her personal life, I think. And I say getting that away because, from Milwaukee, away yeah, from those situations friends. we had, oh, okay. yeah, things like that. Okay. You know, getting away from daddy for a minute, <laughs> you know, being able to grow and I think develop. Um, she saw things differently and it helped her grow to be isolated too from, I think, to Kyle's point earlier, knowing you got that back pocket person to run back to and Kato and all that, that was gone. So, But you should always have that. Always. No, definitely. It's, it's a must. what Kyle feels. It's, it's a must. I think that that is something that's that's a weight that you just don't have and that for instance i told my daughters when they went away to school you can't get a job your job is eight hours a day college go to school right now in the back of my mind and i actually told them this story but in the back of my mind i'm like you're ready when you're ready not when i'm ready when you're ready so at that point where you go no, I'm an adult. This is what I'm doing. And you don't ask me, right? So my daughter just came back and said, oh, by the way, I got a job. I've had it for a year. I'm like, okay. And she looked at me like, what? I thought you'd be mad. I said, no. Right. You got a job because you wanted a job. You saw your friends having extra stuff. You had extra money just like them, but they were out working and earning it, and you were not. And that did something to her. And to this day, they both have a work ethic that that's just ridiculous because they figured out if I work for it, I can actually do it. And this is why college is important, yeah. right? Yes. Because look at look yes. at for you first generation. Uh, first, did your dad go to college? I wasn't sure. Mother did. My mom did. So not first generation college student, but the generation goes on, and you're you know you're always trying to leave the next one better off. Linnell, college student. Look at all the great nuggets that you're able to instill into your children, the right. learning lessons you're able to instill in your children and not saying that the college degree is the reason why you're able to do that because there's people without college degrees that are phenomenal. There's people with college degrees that are garbage. But what I'm saying is, is that I truly believe that the college degree, that diploma, when you look at statistics, you look yes. at the higher participation in civics in yes. different, you know, voting yes. and, and giving blood and donating. When you look at the, the wages that you earn, when you just look at the overall generational wealth that you have, there are positive results that come from that. And you two are great examples of two excellent fathers with college degrees that are able to instill some things into your children that are positive that now they can go on and your impact can last for generations that you won't see. And so that's why I think it's important for that college degree, regardless of the negative mm -hmm. things that we hear about it and the money that it costs. I believe that there is a right way 
to go and save money and go to school. Now, let me make a correction. My mother did not go to college. She had some college. Okay. She didn't graduate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Didn't do all the, right? She took like a class or two. Mm-hmm. Right. But the difference was every single one of my cousins on my father's side of the family, literally all of his brothers and sisters living or dead, all of us graduated from college. That's beautiful. Every single That's one dope. of us. Can I, I want to say this too, like, I think where we're at, in society, so two things. So I'm gonna come back to the financial side, right? Because I think it's a scare tactic that's intentionally used, in, in particular with students of color from low economic backgrounds. Now, like, yo, man, college crazy expensive. So maybe you should think about just doing the trades, ex- right? Right. That's where I have a problem. I think every one of every student should be taught so they can choose which one they want to do immediately. That's the problem I have where we don't see that. There's a lack of, from in my eyes, a consistency that takes, in particular, young students of color and say, I'm going to make sure you're college ready. Now, if you decide to go to college, so be it. Like, say you just decide you're going to be an entrepreneur out the gate or you want to go to tech school because you love electric, whatever. But that's where I see the issue. So then the scare tactic behind the financial side is, man, Kyle, you want to go where? Well, I want to go HBCU, to your point, right? right? I want to go to Morehouse. I want to go to, and you like, Man, you know how crazy expensive that is? So you should really consider this instead. Versus, like you said, how do we create plans and strategies to help you early on? But we don't do that. We wait till kids get to what, junior year? To really start talking about a plan to pay for school? Versus it should be embedded, just like financial literacy should be embedded, I think, as early as middle school, there should be strategies put in place around financing college. And then, you know, if, you know, whatever, whatever that looks like, you know, but I got a problem with, you know, them not educating, in my mind, all right. students the same to prep them for the next level. 833-212-1017 is the number if you have a question or you want to talk to this illustrious panel. You had something to add before we go to break? No, I, I, my thing with that, as I agree, is working in the schools, which you work with a lot of students, you understand that there are some kids that you can just, you know that the path of college is not it. And so I think again, Yeah, but that's a snapshot today. No, 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 I'm, I'm saying, pretty sure if I took a picture of each of you all at some point in your life, somebody was looking at you going, they ain't gonna, they, they gonna they, do it. They, they, they ain't gonna not, do it. But you know, but statistically speaking, looking at the graduation rates, we'll look at we'll say MPS or we're looking at any you you know there's going to be in even the high performing schools, the high performing schools, there's a percent of students that are going to do somewhere going somewhere else. Right, and so I, right. I do, I agree with Linnell with the fact that we need to teach early, but then also we need to identify early. And this is, this is my bold one and working at higher ed. I got, Uh-oh. I got, I got, I got flack for this one, but a lot of times if a kid is truant, not coming to school or if a student GPA does not reflect that they're going to be successful in high school and it may not translate well to college, we need to identify those students and make sure, as Linnell said, we're providing them with a roadmap alternative. And that's where I think the schools overall in Wisconsin fail a lot of those students because they don't have an alternative plan. I think they, they're comfortable with the current plan, which is eh, you didn't graduate. When you talk about and, you know, when I started, when we started with BLMA, graduation rate for black boys was like 48 percent. Right. So it goes back to, like, my thing is when you say identify early, I'm saying identify early to get them on track. Like, we, they, oh, you know, that we talk about third grade reading scores, they build prisons based on it, right? Right. And that, 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 so if at third grade 
That's what I'm saying. I think they're comfortable with the alternatives. We know what the reading scores are. What are we doing differently? <laughs> Nothing. So therefore, at third grade, there should be a different strategy that says, we got to make sure this population of students, because of X, they're going to struggle. So we need to do this so we can help them, right. whether that's being college ready. And when I say college ready, I'm saying MATC. Like, I'm not saying Harvard out the gate. I'm just saying it's an option or out the gate when I graduate. Yo, bro, you can get the MA and then they'll help you get the X. So you know why that you know the issue that people have with that, and this is where I feel like I don't it ain't it my generation is the result of it, but there's other generations ahead where people feel bad. Oh, you shouldn't write the kid off. Nobody's writing this third grader off that may not have the reading scores, but the reading score and like you said, they build prisons based off those reading scores in the third grade is having that. But that sounds too drastic because now you're 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 separating these kids. But just not in third kids. grade. Let's let's wait till eighth grade. Let's wait till high school. But, but, you, but, third but, you, grade? but you need to make sure that you're tracking these kids so they don't fall off because kids can fall off well, in middle school. We need school. teachers to you know, so I, I, care. And I think there just needs to be radical change and we need that we need to stop yeah. acting like everything is roses when it's not. We need to say, listen, based off of this number here, you ain't got to go to the kid and say you're going to be this based off of no, because that ain't just true because some people learn slower than others. But as professionals, they need to have somebody that can identify the track that this student may be on and also look at the environment that they may be growing up in, and they need to make sure they have some type of resources and something set up to make sure that student does not fail because that is the whole point of education is make sure we're educating students and they're going to be contributing to our society in a positive way. You're listening to Truth Roundtable, Linnell Ramey, Mentor Milwaukee, Kyle Wallace, Director of Content for the new 1017 The Truth. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. We'll be right back. Traffic, weather, and sports up next. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is The Truth Roundtable on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Look, we got another minute before we got a break. Anyway, um, talking text line, Wayne said, Dr. Ken, for those of us who are able to have scholarships or paid off our student loan debt, how about granting a tax exemption for 15 years? Uh, Wayne, yeah, life sucks. I paid off stuff too, but sometimes we just got to start somewhere. But I get your point. Maybe 10 years. Because the issue we're having now is we don't have people on the tax rolls. And so now we're. But what tax are you talking about exempting? Your homeowner's tax? I would say federal. But but definitely not. Yeah. But even with that, I mean, you start exempting taxes and we start going into the deep, low income families. That who, are, who are not paying taxes. So it has zero effect. Zero effect. You don't. I ain't yeah. paying. I ain't going to get no check. 
<laughs> so doesn't help. Yeah. Wesley said, good afternoon, Dr. Ken. What I have personally noticed is a lot of my friends, including my brother, spent over $200,000 getting their master's degree trying to figure out what they're going to do after college instead of simply going to a job they want and asking what they need to get degrees in to get that job as where I didn't go to college. I simply started working humble jobs, and now everything I have is paid off. Cars, house, apartment complex. I have to give them credit they're a lot smarter than I am mentally, but college only stressed them out more. But that's an anecdotal example. That's and, a small and, and which that's dope that he did that. And so Absolutely. brother kudos. But let me yep. here's the other thing where when some people run off to do college, it's also to chase a version of themselves. Ooh. Like folks are running to you like sound like a mentor. All right, exactly, right? Like they're trying to figure out things in life. And college for them is that way and that means yep. like so when I think about again and, and I use again my own kids, but when my daughter says she wants to help kids by being a therapist, she can't just run and go do that. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. Because right? my daughter's a therapist. And that's her role. So in yeah. her job, she not only chased something that she knew she wanted to connect to. And I think that's the other thing about college that doesn't get talked about enough. It is the ability for people to chase a destiny for themselves. Mm. And, and it really is. Like, wow. And you go to, you go to the college because you say, I see this, I want to be this. I want, and, right. and, and that requires this. Right. And that's part of the game. But that's a disconnect and help, help me out if I'm wrong, Kyle, that's a disconnect from me seeing Kyle and Kyle doing it. And I want to be like Kyle. I think that's more important than me seeing the medical doctor on TV. And then you say you want to be a medical doctor. And I ask you, well, what classes are you taking? And the classes you tell me have nothing to do with chemistry, organic chemistry, biology, none of that. Physio, like none of it. So, but if I, but if I see Kyle and Kyle is a medical doctor, I can talk to Kyle. Hey, when you go to high school, when you go to college, do this. That's a significant difference. And we don't do that. And we don't do that. Well, that- Go ahead. You know, and that's the importance of the work you do and the work that mentors and going back to schools and talk. Yesterday, we sp- talked to Central City Cyber School, who will actually mm-hmm. one of the cleanup locations for tomorrow for the Toronto right. Community Cleanup yep. will be at. And Lauren Feaster, who a lot of people know Lauren, uh, she I can't remember the organization she works for off the top of my head. Per, the, um, professional Dimensions. Yes. Prof- uh, yes. Professional DJ Lolo, shout out to yes. you. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And she and she went there and she spoke to the kids at Central City Cyber School. And the other person from Central City Cyber School talked about how the kids were absolutely locked on to every word that she said. When I worked in higher ed, going to talk to these students, it meant more than just talking about college. Correct. It, it meant something else. Seeing a black professional that they can right. somewhat relate to who's not the person on TV, but just a regular person from Milwaukee, just like them. And that's why the work of mentorship and the work of going back and just showing your face and talking and inspiring the youth can lead to changing lives. And that's why it's so important what y'all are talking about, why we need that. Listen, God, you, you preach to the choir, first of all. But I want you to preach because I really yeah. here's the thing I, I want people to understand about what you said and kind of to, to Dr. Ken's point. Too many times we're allowing, um, how can I say this, dreams for young people to be visualized on people they can't touch. Ooh, and so when that I'm dreaming to my argument, you know, so when I'm when yeah. I'm dreaming to be a Michael Jordan, and here's the best way I can say it: I, I grew up watching Michael Jordan. I wanted to be Michael Jordan, right? But guess what? Marcus Hines, um, right there, um, Keith Stewart. Um, um, Brian Gardner, like 
when I was able to really touch them brothers and like be like, they was like, dude, you got to work on this, bro. Like, and don't get me wrong, I was, I, I, I didn't hit none of their levels, but nonetheless, I said that to say. When you're able to touch someone as close to you that can pour into you, it changes your thinking and concepts on everything. That's why, to your point, even at the cyber school, um, when people come to speak, and I I want all listeners to hear this, it's wonderful when we go to speak. Here's the ask that I have. Everyone that came with you yesterday or today, whatever day that was, I want you all to go back every other month. Yep. Every other month throughout the school year. Consistency is Sit key. down there for 30 minutes, have lunch with them, be like, yo, you remember when DJ Lolo was talking about X, Y, and Z? You remember when I said this? And they'd be like, yeah. But here, let me tell you this part of my story, too. Because when we start doing consistency mm. yep. and they see me more often, yep. it now it sinks in. The, the, the only thing I have about when we do the one-time speaking series mm-hmm. and we get the chance to see an individual, it, it goes away after three months. Because now someone else just spoke, someone else did this, da 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 We got to figure that out. Oh, I love that. I love, that's a challenge. That's yes, a challenge. I am I am I am a person that will go speak and then when I see I try to keep up with but I that consistency of being able to that's be present live. that that's that's that great. Live. You're listening to Truth Roundtable. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. We'll be right back. More of the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. More of the Truth Roundtable is next on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon, Truth Roundtable. See, look, now we got a break in four minutes. See, it's all your fault, Rhea. You should have threw Kyle out. Then we'd have my time. Throw me out. Happy hour going on right now. Throw <laughs> look me at out. He's looking at it like, oh, yeah, no, these people. Stay in here, Kyle. Stay in here, Kyle. Black like restaurant week. Can we, can yeah. we get some? Can, can we get some some some, some drinks? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, listen to Truth in the Afternoon with me, Dr. Ken Harris, this Wednesday as I'll be broadcasting live from the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Milwaukee College Signing Day. I'll be in the building. Presented by Direct Supply. I'll be speaking with students from the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Milwaukee about their journey through high school to college. That's Truth in the Afternoon live from the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Milwaukee College Signing Day. Next Wednesday on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. What? No, what does the day say on top of that one? May 2nd, right? 
I read it no matter what and change I know, the word. No, I know it's fine. The date say, no, see, he Rhea, can't help not no, being the boss. No, it no, says May first. No, Rhea, no, Rhea told me. She literally told me. She said, I, I put all those things in this. Can you tell him I put all those things in this folder? I don't want him to read the wrong one. I'm sorry, no, Rhea. I forgot to tell it. him. I, was so, I read. She, and I just adjusted she, the... You did adjust the... You right. did. No, so I what's just, the big deal? No, no big deal. I, I just, did. So why did you bring it up? Well, it was an A and B conversation. But why did you bring it? You brought it up to her, not you. What'd you say, Kyle? I, it was A and B, bro. It was A and B. <laughs> you worked your way into it. But you brought it up. <laughs> okay, I'm Can I make a shout out real quick? Yes, um, sir. So Boys and Girls Club. And I'm going back to a little point you made earlier about... Um, Working with young people. And by oh. the way, Kathy Thornton Bias went in and slammed that place. She's doing a phenomenal job. Oh, you know, here's a, I, I think they could do more. Shout out to Kathy. Of course, of but course. y'all know I did clubs 16 years, and so I yes, still sir. think I believe blue. But nonetheless, they work with all kinds. So when you think about what yep. Grad Plus is doing yep. and working with an array of students, then you take the ones who are doing sports co- coordinator like my man TC or Mary Ryan, who's working with young kids who are like, Mr. TC, I don't know if I want to go to school. That's okay. Come on here, man. I'm going to teach you how to be a coach. I'm going to teach you how to do this. I'm going to show you how to do this. So they start thinking differently. So that's the one thing I do love about the clubs. It's every kid that can get there. Whether right. you're a 4.0 or a point four zero, you can walk in a boys and girls club and find someone who cares and leans on you. I just wish people, one, would 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 talk about the clubs more in general because yeah. they're, they're an untapped, I think, resource for Milwaukee that can be used more. I think there are like 40 clubs now throughout the city. Wow. Think about that. Oh, that includes the ones com- within schools. schools. Yeah, so, okay. so you think about CLCs and things like that. So I only bring that up based on what we're talking about because I think that's another great spot where financial literacy can be taught yep. because they taught, they teach so much. Yep. It's a great kind of resource for the young people. So. Yes, it is. 833-212-1017 is the number. Bill said encourage them to get into the trades. When we come back in the 5 o'clock hour, I want to know, well, I kind of already know, what your choice is. Trades or college or both? I don't know. I don't know. Love that discussion. Love it. But we but we have to have the conversation because when you say college, I always say this. It's not either or, it's also and. You can go to Thank you. get a trade, Thank you. but you still need to go to college so you can start the business Thank you. and start your own plumbing Come company. On, Become a master plumber. Like, I don't understand the disconnect as if you think that people in college think the trades are less than. Tell it, man. You if think. I had followed what my mother said, I would probably be making even more money because she said, no matter what you do, learn how to do something learn with your hands. Learn a trade. That's right. <laughs> right? That's, That's why I went school. to auto shop. You know, yeah. I went to school when you had to take shop and all yeah. that stuff. So Me too. Something we'll talk about in the 5 o'clock hour. Trades? No trades? Do we do trades? All the above. Or is it all of the above? And do we need to start steering kids on a plan that guarantees them the ability to either start a business or graduate from college, either two-year or four-year, and move forward? Now, you remember Home Ec? Home, home Ec is a trade. But it was, it was a trade. Think yes, about it was. Yes. yes, it was. And now I think they call those people, wait a minute, see if I can get it right. I think we called those people who went to MATC chefs. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.